Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast. I'm Mike Vardy. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash Productive Convo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And I want to talk about the quest for simplicity, specifically maybe my quest for simplicity, but I think it's a quest that we're all uh, better off taking, especially in a world that isn't necessarily 
easy all the time and with work that can be complicated uh, or even maybe just complex. Simplicity is one of those things that I think can help us when it comes to crafting our time and being more productive. I want to share a quote with you from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. He says, in character, in manner, and in style, in all things, the supreme excellence is simplicity. I want to focus on part of this quote as I progress through this solo episode of the podcast. Excellence is where I want to start. Now, when I worked for Costco, uh, and and I left Costco, gosh, 15 years ago almost now, um, the CEO at the time was Jim Sinegal, and he was really somebody that a lot of people uh, that worked in the organization really looked up to. In fact, beyond the organization, he was revered uh, as a fantastic leader. And one of the things that stuck with me when we were going through training as management and, and things like that is he often said that the, the idea of perfection is ridiculous. And what we want to do is strive for excellence. And if you look at Costco as an example, and I try to look at Costco a lot in my work because I learned a lot of lessons from there. In fact, a lot of the uh, tenets of time crafting can trace back to my experiences with Costco, the simplicity, the flexibility, and the durability. Uh, you walk into a Costco, there's, you know, you know that there's a lot of simplicity, and that's why it scales so well. And so the idea of supreme excellence, which I imagine is as close to perfection as you can get, uh, to me, makes a lot of sense. And so I'm trying, I'm always trying to find a way to simplify, to make things simple, not to minimize, because I think minimalism um, has uh, its place in some elements, but minimalism, I think, has also been kind of uh, corrupted, much like in Box Zero, the idea of minimalism being, you know, to get rid of a bunch of stuff. I think minimalism at its core means to have stuff that has purpose, uh, you know, and have less stuff overall because you're only keeping stuff that has purpose or doing things that have purpose. I think that, that that's at least the way I look at it. And simplicity is very subjective, too. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's something else. So that quest that, that I'm going on for simplicity will be different than your quest because simplicity for you is going to be different. I've been looking at different apps uh, lately, and I've been exploring more apps again, mainly because uh, now that, you know, I've, I've spent more time and, and realized that, not realized, but uh, rekindled my love for, um, you know, the technology that comes with time management and productivity apps and ones that kind of can fall into like a productivity workflow or a productivity path. Uh, there are certain levels of simplicity that I feel apps offer and certain apps offer. And then others uh, will say that, you know, maybe ones that I might find a bit more complex, they find to be simple. And I think that when you're looking for simplicity, you want to find those, those tools, those tactics that not only you can grok or 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 um adopt you know in 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 a way that's going to work for you but also you can evolve it over time and i think that's that's how simplicity can scale you know the idea of getting you into something in a simple way then allows you to evolve and grow with it Um, an example would be an app like Todoist, which I make no uh, bones about. I, I've been using for a long time, and I am an ambassador of Todoist, so I'll say that right up front. Um, there are a lot of Todoist users out there 
that, uh, you know, you subtasks and project, they, they just go right into it and they, and they, and they layer it and layer it with different things, which can be overwhelming for some users. And also for me to, to a degree, because I don't necessarily, um, use Todoist with that, all of those things in mind. I don't like subtasks. That's one of the things that, um, and I've talked about recently, uh, on, uh, the, the episode, the analog way with Jeff Sheldon, which I'll link to in, in the show notes here, uh, the idea of subtasks. I'm not a fan. I, I still fall into that idea of, while I don't follow GTD, uh, you know, any longer elements of it, I think are, are great. And one of those elements is the idea that subtasks don't exist. It's either a task or a project. If it's not, it, you know, that's the way I look at it. And yes, that means your list can be longer. And for me, that's simpler because I see those steps and I do that when I'm writing things out. I'm looking at, for example, my content plan for the next uh, several months, all the way till the end of 2020, the calendar year, not necessarily my, the way I look at a year. Um, And some of the ways that I've put that together, there are step by step by step things. And that simplifies it for me, as opposed to uh, having something that has subtasks and all that. It just doesn't make sense. Even when I'm using a tool, like Todoist or Asana or Marvin or any of these other tools that are out there. If I'm using subtasks as designed in those apps, I don't look at them as subtasks. If anything, I'm looking at the, uh, the, the master task as, as, you know, as these tools will call it, like the main task as a project and the subtasks inside as tasks. And then of course, if this lives in a larger project, I look at that more of uh, as like an area of focus or uh, uh, an initiative, let's say. So I'll give you a great example, this podcast, Uh, the way we work this podcast and and we have for a long time, even back when, when John Polstra was the producer is um, in, in our task management tool, we have a board that basically we're using Asana for this as of this recording um, that is the weekly workflow of the podcast. And then each column is a different area where we drag it, you know, as things progress. And then the the task, which is basically, I guess, essentially the card, is really the episode. So it's a project. So this would be a project. What I'm doing right now is a project. And then inside of it, we have all the steps, which are the tasks associated with this project. So What's interesting is is a tool or a framework built right allows you to simplify it in the way that you need to um, as long as you kind of can think outside the box a bit for it. So you're not overwhelmed by, okay, well, Asana says this is a project, so, well, what are these things? And then, oh, then what are these things? You should, in a tool or a framework, and, and we're talking about paper tools as well, paper planners, you could do the same thing with paper planners, which is what I've been doing with a bunch of different paper planners as I experiment with them um, to see how you can time craft inside of them. Um, any good solid tool has the ability for you to be flexible inside of it and simplify it to your needs. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are not using the tool to its fullest. So therefore you're not using it right. Um, Michael Hyatt's full focus planner. I was working with it with, with someone on this. And I said, you don't need to use every aspect of it. I mean, every aspect is there for somebody who might want to, you know, take it to that next level or to use those elements, but you don't need to, you can, you can simplify it to serve yourself. And that's, 
that's part of the journey when you are searching for simplicity, when you're seeking it. On, on the quest for simplicity, you will find bigger things that seem overwhelming and complicated and complex. But if they are good and designed well, like Jeff Sheldon and Ugmunk's analog, for example, um, you will be able to uh, make it work for you. You'll be able to simplify it for yourself. And, you know, we're seeing that more with, uh, with a lot of different programs and, and apps out there. Uh, I've been playing with Hey.com, the new email uh, offering from the, the Basecamp team. And while the user interface is definitely different than anything else I've seen in email before, uh, it simplifies the process for a, it works the way my brain works in a lot of ways. Now, again, I'm still using another email service called Front for the bigger team oriented stuff, but I know that hey.com is fitting into my workflow somewhere. And yes, it's going to cost me a bit of money to do it, but I think anything that solves a problem or, or uh, is you want to see stay in existence paying for it is, is, is helpful, especially $100 a year that's broken down over 12 months. Yes, there are free offerings, but as we all know, if you're not paying for something, then you tend to be the product. Uh, you tend to be uh, the person. You're paying in other ways. Let's put it that way. So why am I talking about you know simplicity? Um, I think that, that, that some of the things that, that I'm trying to do lately are uh, especially in the season that we're in right now, and the summer season especially for me, is just pulling back and figuring out what's essential. Greg McCune talks about this in Essentialism. Um, theming, daily themes, that's simple. To me, that's very simple. Uh, I know that, you know, on a, on a Tuesday, that's my listening day. It's the day I, I've earmarked. It's my default day for recording podcasts. Um, if I run out of time on that day, then the simple solution is that I would do it the next listening day. If the thing can't wait, such as this episode, then I will, you know, make that happen on another day, uh, which then falls outside the daily theme. It's as simple as that. Uh, for me, horizontal themes are the same. If I want to start playing with more apps, I can't just do that once per week. I need to keep the the saw sharp the saw the saw sharpened. I need to be able to do that. So that's got to be a horizontal theme. And I said, well, when's the best time for me to do that? Oh, well, during my musing time. Okay, great. Well, when is the musing time you're going to do? Well, it's going to be between this time and this time. Okay, great. So that's when I'll play with apps, figure things out, use different tools, right? That's simple to me. My brain knows, okay, it's musing time. What can I do when I'm musing? Oh, one of the musing tasks I have is, is to noodle around with, you know, hey.com or with, uh, you know, DocuLife or, or um, Serene or any of these other apps that I've been testing. Uh, those are things that, that I can do. Setapp, oh my goodness, Setapp's been sponsoring episodes of this podcast. I can go and check out a various, the various wide variety of apps that are in Setapp. Um, I can play with other sponsors' offerings. Um, I can do research. Like, that's where... So my brain just knows. And I think that's the key is you need... In order for the, the quest for simplicity to be realized, you need to be able to connect with it with or without the technology. And, you know, as today, I oddly enough, is, is Simplicity Day. Um, it's it's uh, July 12th is Simplicity Day. You go to daysoftheyear.com. It tells you, you know, various odd 
holidays or odd observances, and this is one of them. And one of the things that they suggest is that you step away from the computer. Well, you should be able to do that and still have a sense of what you could or should or want or need to do based on the framework that you've got. So I know that today, as I'm recording this, is my looking day. I should be doing things like watching videos, making videos, uh, planning videos, uh, you know, figuring out what I'm going to watch while my wife is away because Modern Family is what we've been watching together and we won't be able to do that. Uh, finding out where I can watch Lego Masters uh, because we missed the first go-round of it and now it's not on television anymore. So where can my son and I watch Lego Masters to finish up the season that we started? Uh, other things, looking. I can look at the garden and see if it needs uh, to be tended to. Um, I can uh, look for a special beer that I want to drink with my friends this Sunday when we have a virtual beer. Uh, there's lots of things. So I know, uh, my brain knows because it's been programmed as such, not through any kind of technology, but just through these simple acts of, okay, today's theme, this is the overarching focus for today. Therefore, I should be focusing on these types of tasks. Simple. For me, that's simple. And it took me a while to get there. It also uh, has, you know, this understanding that it doesn't, simple needs to be able to um, step aside every once in a while, you know, and, and to, to fall in line with something else that might be simple. So, for example, if today I don't, you know, if, if I'm feeling like I got a bit of a headache today um, and I don't feel like watching a bunch of stuff, well, then I can look at my modes and say, okay, well, what you know, energy. I can work by energy. Okay, I'm tired. What can I do when I have very little energy? Oh, I know. I can, you know, I can uh, wash the dishes. I can, like, all these low energy things. Th this kind of fundamental... Uh, framework is based on simplicity first and foremost, right? As, you know, as Longfellow said, supreme excellence is simplicity. And here's the thing. He also says in character, in manner, in style, in all things. So, you know, that's why paper planners are coming back into the four. Joe Bulick started Analog Joe. He's like enough with the digital, right? Um, people are gravitating towards an app like Notion because it can do a heck of a lot, but you can make it as simple as you want it to as well, right? Note-taking apps are some very simple ones. And then there's ones, hell, there's simple note. <laughs> and then there's other ones that are more complicated, like Rome Research and complicated, maybe more complex, let's say, not say complicated, but more complex, like Notion, like Rome Research. Like, you know, and Evernote, in some respects, for a lot of people, is simpler than all the others. And that's another thing is simplicity is, is subjective because you may already have a working knowledge of something. So sometimes you stick with something because it's, it, you get, you get, it's simpler for you to use now. Um, but there is a, there is a fine line, I think, even though they're very different between ease, like, be, like something that's easy and something that's simple. And in order to simplify, sometimes you have to do some of the harder things. Like Evernote may be simpler uh, may seem simpler to use for you to use. But if you go back to when you first started using it, it probably wasn't that simple. But right now it's easier because you, you, you're comfortable with it. You know it, right? But to adopt a tool like Notion or um, or Bear Notes or any of these other note-taking tools or learning like the Zettelkasten method or anything like that, um, it's not going to be easy. But it may simplify a lot of things down the road. That's why I use drafts. I think drafts for me at the beginning 
I was using a whole bunch of other ways to write. I was using a bunch of different tools. And I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to dig in and learn drafts because I can see the benefits and I'm going to simplify my workflow by eliminating a bunch of things. And so, you know, as, as I, as I get close to wrapping this up, cause I don't want to go on for too long. Um, I mean, again, you've got these paper-based tools that are coming to the fore, which is one of the reasons why I've been working on my paper-based tools. Um, you know, themes, all that stuff, time crafting, there's elements of simplicity to it. So when I saw that, Today was Simplicity Day. I thought this is a time to talk about that. I think that just having simple ways for you to craft your time and to figure out what you need and want to do, it's one of the best ways that you can operate on a daily basis. And again, remember, simplicity scales, so it can apply both in your work life and in your home life. So there you go. I just wanted to share some thoughts with you on my quest for simplicity. And by the way, it's an ongoing quest. It never You never... Much like with craft, time crafting, you, you never stop. You're always going to be crafting your time. You're going to evolve. You're going to get better at it. Your situations are going to change. So simplicity will evolve. Um, but if you find something that works for you and, and you find it's getting comfortable or um, ask yourself, or, or you find that you're overwhelmed. That's even better thing. You're overwhelmed with the amount of tools you're using. Or you're overwhelmed when you look around your office and see, you know, like, it's not about minimalism. It's about simplifying. And I think that when you look at the work of, say, uh, Courtney Carver, my friend Courtney Carver, who wrote Soulful Simplicity, or you look at the idea of uh, simpler tools, such as analog, uh, simplicity is, is, I think, the way forward. That's the way forward. And that's what I'm really trying to, to do with my own life, with my own work. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's the better way forward. That's it for uh, today. If you have any thoughts, I'd love to hear from you. Just email me at askmikeatproductivityist.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating review in Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening. And if you want to make sure you don't miss a single episode, and I've got some great episodes coming up. Uh, Derek Sivers is going to be on the show soon. Um, I just uh, arranged an interview with Trip Lanier for the fall. Uh, I've got episodes geared up, the weekly interview episodes, uh, as well as some nice solo episodes planned, planned, as well as maybe some other bonus episodes along the way. So um, subscribe to the the podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts. I like using Overcast. I just really enjoy it. But if you're a Spotify user, that's a great place to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Thanks again for taking the time to uh, let me into your ears for today. And uh, until next time, keep moving things forward. See you later.